Last week on the podcast, I mentioned a program that I use in my photography business that I call my yearbook club. And all week long, I have gotten DMs and emails from you guys asking what that is. And I've really had to do some soul searching about whether or not I was ready to talk about it. I only started the yearbook club last August, and I generally don't like to teach things that I don't have lots of data for and experience with. But the fact of the matter is that starting the yearbook club last summer has more or less protected me financially during this crazy season that we're in when, like the rest of you, I have not been able to work. It's also been more or less a seamless experience. I had to do a fair amount of work to get it set up and launched correctly, and I have definitely learned some lessons along the way that will change the way that I operate the club going forward, but overwhelmingly, it has been a really positive experience, and it's so timely right now that I feel compelled to share it. So that is what we are talking about today on the podcast. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. I've talked before about the fact that I had ankle surgery back in December of 2018 and how that really changed things for me. I went into that surgery fully believing that the minor procedure I was scheduled to have was going to mean that I was going to be limping around more or less through the holidays, but I was pretty confident and was told by my surgeon that I would be you know, good to go back up and running by the beginning of the new year. And then when I woke up from my surgery, my surgeon came in to talk to me and uh, he looked very concerned and he said, um, I, you know, I'm sorry to tell you this. When we opened up your ankle, we actually found out that the cause of the problem uh, that you have is much was much bigger than we anticipated, and um, you know we made we had to make a decision as to whether to repair the actual problem or close you down you know close you back up wake you up and then talk about scheduling another um, surgery in the future. So they came out. My dad was actually with me when I had my surgery. They came out talked to him and he was like, No, I'm sure you're going to want she's going to want you to fix this. So they went ahead and did what ultimately was more or less a full ankle reconstruction. So when I wake up and I find this out, I found out that I was not going to be going back to work at the beginning of the year. I was going to be um, unable to bear weight on my right ankle for close to three months. And then I had all this PT after that. It was it was well into the spring by the time that I was able to um, to walk comfortably and work normally again. So as you can imagine, um, for anyone, that is an extremely challenging situation. And for me, as a single parent, as someone who runs a business that is reliant on my ability to um, move around and chase little kids with my camera, and um, as the only person in my family who's earning income, (laughs) uh, 
this it was it was huge. It was a it was a really big scary thing that was going on. And you know, I think we all know somewhere in the back of our heads that something like a broken leg or a broken finger <laughs> or a really bad eye infection, you know, any of those things could derail our business. Um, at least for some period of time, but actually being in that situation really served as a huge wake-up call for me. So for the first half of last year, I started mapping out a plan. And my goal was to stabilize my income and protect myself um, at least a little bit better from the short-term disability type situation that I found myself in uh, back in the beginning of that year. And I ended up devising a plan that I put into action last August. And little did I know then how very important and timely that sequence of events would be in my life. And that plan was the yearbook club. So the basic concept of the yearbook club is like a membership. I reached out to all of my former clients And I told them that I was starting a program called the Yearbook Club to make the process of documenting their families over the years as easy as humanly possible. And you guys know that I am all about making things as easy as possible for my clients. So in order to join, they would choose a membership level, and I offered three. They signed a contract, and the contract was different from my normal contract. And then they entered their credit card information along with their first payment, which um, it gets automatically charged every month that they are in the club. But this isn't a monthly club, um, to be clear. It is an annual commitment. So when they sign up, they are committing to the 12 payments over the course of that year. And by doing that, each member is entitled to a family session, just like normal but with some added uh, benefits built in. So what I did was after I launched in August, I opened my calendar then, and then I opened it again in January, only for my yearbook club clients. So depending on whether my members wanted a fall or winter session or a spring or summer session, they would log into my calendar either in August or in January to self-schedule their session. And because that's early in the season, um, at least where I am, you know, it's sort of before we get into the busy season, that meant that they had more or less first dibs on all the good slots for my sessions. I gave them the weekend options. I gave them those sort of peak weather times, et cetera, before my calendar started to fill up with other clients or new clients who were going to be um, clamoring for those particular spots. As part of their membership, they also received a complete set of digital files from their session, along with print credit that they could use in my online store. So for those of you who are familiar with my simple sales system, you know that I don't include all the digital files automatically. And all of those clients had been through the simple sales system along with my normal pricing. So this was a really big big selling point for them having the all the digital files included seemed like a really big bonus. And then including the print credit is also both a simple sales strategy and a selling point for my clients. So that was huge. It was a very valuable offer, especially because when you took the monthly cost of the membership and multiplied it by 12, getting your annual cost, 
Not only were they avoiding spending all that money at once, they were also getting a better deal overall. So why do this, right? Why make it cheaper for them to work with me and sacrifice some of the money that I would make if they hired me normally, which these people had all done? And the answer is um, multiple fold. So first, like I said, my goal was to stabilize my income. And the yearbook club gave me a baseline of guaranteed income each month that I could count on, that I knew was coming in, and that I currently still know is coming in. So April, for me, when I didn't do a single session, was um, just as good as every other month of the year. Now, I had some months where I had additional people booking and I had um, you know, other sales, <laughs> uh, other work that I was able to do, but in April, I made you know, plenty of money to cover all of my baseline expenses and all that sort of thing. So April did not take a big hit. It also stabilized my schedule. So typically when someone calls me and wants to schedule, I, you know, bend over backward like most of us do to make room for them on my calendar because in the busy months, um, if I don't take advantage of that work, then, you know, when I don't have a busy month, it affects my overall income for the course of the year. And if I don't book them, let's say, you know, it's October and the weather's beautiful and everybody wants to book and I don't squeeze them in, they may very well go to another photographer. So unless I am fully maxed out, I do my best to um, to fit people in. But with the yearbook club, I am getting people, it's that, you know, we're always asking people like, make sure that you book early and, um, you know, get your holiday session on the books well in advance. Well, I basically contacted them, got them to sign up for this thing, and then I got them to schedule in August. So I had my fall and winter sessions, you know, the majority of them were just mapped out on my calendar well in advance. And of course, you know, there were situations where we had to reschedule and things like that, like like you always do. And of course, the entire month of April, everything that um, I had scheduled is now having to be rescheduled along with several um, sessions for May. But I'm able to handle that. And because these people are all paid in, like they're committed, they're going to have their session. They're not trying to cancel on me. Or even worse, you know, I imagine that a lot of people who would have called to make family session appointments or, um, you know, other kind of uh, session appointments this season just are skipping it altogether. But I had these people on my calendar back in January uh, when normally I don't have people booking for the spring just yet. So um, so that, you know, steady, steady income, um, stabilized schedule. And then because of certain strategies that I've put in place, I also feel really confident that most of these clients are going to be staying in the membership, not just through August, but for several years in the future. And the beauty of that is that not all of my clients schedule every year. Most of them, you know, they schedule a session and they say they're going to schedule the next year. And then, you know, 18 months goes by, 24 months, 36 months. So, you know, it can be easy to let that sort of thing slide. But assuming that they stay with the yearbook club, um, which I've put lots of incentives in place for them to do, that will mean that they work with me every year. So even though I'm making a little bit less money per session, overall, I end up making more money with them over time. 
And all of this is happening without me having to feel like I'm applying pressure or doing, you know, mini session events or reaching out in any real way. I'm not having to do any heavy duty marketing. Um, I haven't yet gotten to a point where the program is sold out, but because I anticipate keeping a lot of these people in the program, I have a limited number of spots that I can accommodate in my schedule and that gets me to an income level that will be, you know, plenty of money for me to operate without having taking having to take additional clients. I know exactly what my goals are. So, you know, I will continue to add members until I reach that number and then I will only allow new people in if someone else drops out. So I get to work with the same people year after year, which I love doing anyway. I love watching families grow. I love watching kids grow up. I love giving people that record um, of their family's growth and trajectory over time. And this makes it really easy for me to, to ensure that I'm doing that with people. And the last thing that has been a huge win, and I was concerned about this because I didn't know. You don't know until you do it, right? I was really curious to see how this was going to be in terms of the management. And I have been thrilled with how easy it's been. You know, I have to kind of get organized and put my calendar together before I open it up, but that's okay, and I can do that. And um, and then it's all in place, so I can schedule the rest of my life and other sessions around my yearbook club clients in a way that's been very manageable. The billing, um, I found a company to work with that has made that really easy. Um, and I, you know, I had some problems that I was anticipating and um, none of them have really come to pass. So I'm happy to report that there's a fair amount of stuff to kind of think through and get set up to begin, but once it is up and running, it is, um, it's very, very low maintenance. So it's been great for me, um, but I've also gotten a ton of really positive feedback from my clients. I mean, first of all, they love the pay overtime method, and I feel like that is only going to be more helpful for people as we head into this, you know, post-economic downturn period. So obviously, I anticipate that there are going to be people out there who are not going to be able to afford photography, whereas they were potentially, you know, before able to afford it. But for those of, you know, those of our clients who still can afford photography, I don't doubt that a higher proportion than any time recently um, are going, they are going to be more budget conscious. They're going to be thinking more about big, unnecessary chunks of change that they're spending on things. And as you know, you can't provide your work at a loss, no matter how much you'd like to. Um, So there's this you know, what do you do? How do you get clients to to fork out that money? And I will tell you that payment plan option and spreading the the bigger amount out over time goes a long way to helping people budget for um, something that they value and that they want to afford, but maybe if they had to pay it all at once would be harder. I um I got an email from one of my yearbook clients after I sent out uh, I sent out a some emails, individual emails to people who um, who are in the yearbook club once the stay-at-home orders were issued to um, just to sort of like let them know if they were people who I had already worked with during the year to thank them and to let them know if they had some of their print credit left, things like that. And then, um, and then I reached out obviously to the people who I was going to have to reschedule. And so one of those uh, clients wrote me back 
several of them wrote me back and said lovely, encouraging things. But some one of them pointed out, she said, hi, Anami. We are hanging in there. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. I have independently thought about how wise the yearbook club is for both you and for those of us in it, especially in light of the current situation. And we are thrilled that we can help support your amazing work. Boom, right? (laughs) Is there anything better than when a great client not only hires you and pays you, but, you know, thanks you for the opportunity? Um, (laughs) That's a trick question. The answer at least in business, is no, there's not. Um, So anyway, as I said, I did some soul searching about whether I felt ready to bring this process to you yet, and I decided that it, um, it stands to help a lot more people than, um, than, you know, a little extra data collection is going to do. So I am fast tracking my original plan to teach you all the details and nuances and lessons that I have learned of this strategy. And I am uh, committed to making that available to you on May 28th. So my hope is that by packaging everything up in a done for you manner, you can actually take this idea and turn it around into an offer that you can give to your clients very shortly after that class. It's not going to be huge and robust like the simple sales system. It is going to be um, probably in the form of a like a two-hour workshop. Um, so you should be able to take what you learned during that, put it all together, and have um, an offer to your clients by the early part of June, which will hopefully give them a chance to start budgeting for photography and you the chance to start earning some income again as soon as possible, even if the return to actual shooting is slower than that. So if you're listening to this around the time that the episode drops, I have an early bird special on the course that is available to those of you who pre-register before May 21st. But regardless of when you're listening, you can find all the details over at thiscantbethathard.com slash club. So again, thiscantbethathard.com slash club is where you can check out all of the information. And if you have questions, you can either reach me via the contact form there, or you can message me on social. I'm really excited about this. I hope you guys are too. I hope it gives you a glimmer of um, a path forward for those of you who are really feeling the burn of how you're going to make your photography business work. I've I've got a solution for you and I'm excited to share it. I'll talk to you soon. That's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscantbethathard.com slash podcast. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by telling a photographer friend or leaving me a review on iTunes. As always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.